Stuff. You're listening to episode 38 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason. On today's show, we have Aaron Rubenstein-Gillis talking about his all-in-to-end-bullying campaign, as well as Ron Albanese, who's going to spread a little sunshine on our lives when talking about the music that he makes. I'm talking to you two days after the election, and I just want to say to everyone listening, regardless of your political position, be nice to each other. We got to support each other. It's going to be a really interesting transition. Lots of love for everyone. Stay together, American people. Stay together. Good Stuff Nation loves you. For all information you need about the Good Stuff Kids podcast, go to www.goodstuffpod.com. Now here is Aaron Rubenstein-Gillis and Ron Albanese. Good Stuff. I'd love to welcome to the Good Stuff Kids podcast, Aram, new friend. Well, you know. Oh, wait. Let me stop you right there. Yeah, let me sure. stop you right there. It's Aram. Aram. Rewind. Rewind. No, no, no. And you know, don't rewind. I'd like like this on the record. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Because, you know, this happens a lot with Israelis. And you may not be Israeli. All Israelis call me Aram. Uh And then I tell them that my name is Aram. And then they said, okay, Aram. (laughs) And they keep calling me Aram. Oh, that's so funny. Well, yeah, for me, it's it's a little bit of muscle memory, right? Like, that's just what it looks like. So I assume that's how it's said. So I look like an Aram, but I'm an Aram. (laughs) Aram, it is great to meet you. Welcome to the show. We are on Thank the record. You. All is good. And we are talking because you have a really um, great and inspiring project called All In. And I would love for you to sort of give us the, the layout of what this is. How did this start? How did we get here? That kind of thing. Well, uh, I'm a teacher of music and film and creativity in general in uh, Hoboken, New Jersey at a place called Elysian Charter School. It's a wonderful little independent school that uh, is, um, I, don't, I wouldn't say one of the last, but you know, it's, it's not really that typical, unfortunately, in this day and age to have a school like ours, which is committed to teachers basically teaching what they love and students learning what they love. Uh, you know, things have gotten increasingly standardized, and I feel very blessed to work in a school that is very much uh, moving in the other direction in a lot of ways, which is about uh, really encouraging kids and teachers to do what gives them joy and what they feel passionate about. And over the years, we've um, made a lot of really epic, ridiculous, hilarious, I think very catchy and awesome music videos, uh, uh, mostly, about a wide variety of issues. Um, usually they uh, have to do with issues, um, particularly about uh, maintaining kids' health through uh, healthy food and also protecting the environment. So that's been kind of our biggest issue, uh, is, you know, basically. Uh, but this year, um, this song, All In, uh, it kind of... Uh, was written and what was the immediate inspiration for me was I just happened to be googling one day and I saw that phrase that says uh, if you fall down seven times rise up eight and uh, not only to me is that a very kind of musical line but it's such an important sentiment uh, not only for kids but for everybody in life and uh, it's interesting I was walking to school I was commuting to school the other day and I was um, buying some uh, some hand sanitizer which you know is important when you go through Port Authority every day and uh, <laughs> that's a, it's a 
someone living that's not New York, that is a bus station in New York mm-hmm. that is not aesthetically or bacterially the most uh, enjoyable environment. Oh, yeah. But but anyway, I was buying some hand sanitizer, and you know there was a Time Magazine article in there, and it's what's on the cover of Time Magazine today, uh, and it's basically talking about how. Um, mental health issues uh, like depression and anxiety are just affecting kids, more and more kids, at younger and younger ages. And that there's, you know, a real crisis in our country where kids are having to deal with some really uh, heavy issues, both on a personal level, but I also feel like if you look at the general kind of conversation that's going around in our culture, certainly during this political season, but also uh, predating this political season. Um, there's a lot of heavy stuff that young people are having to take in and having to process. So uh, for me, uh, particularly when I was young, but you know, continuing till today, music has always been uh, one of the best ways to understand the world, one of the best ways to process emotion. And music has always in my life been so such an important way for me to express myself. It's also been something that I've always uh, really learned from, from other people. And I really was just trying to write a song that uh, spoke not only to my own personal life, but also to uh, really help the kids that I um, work with uh, figure out a little bit about how to survive and thrive in this crazy world we live in. Right, and it is, and it is a crazy world, and we should say we're talking about five four five days before this big election and and there's a lot yes. of a lot of talk about bullying and and um and but in general like over the last few years bullying has been a really sort of hot topic for for parents and educators and um so i think that that the way that you're going about it and the lyrics of the song are really important what I think is even more important, though, and what I would love to hear your insight on is, so there's a video. Yeah. That's, I found out about you through your YouTube video, which is the classes that you work with singing the song. And the reason why I was so, I guess, moved by it, and it speaks to you <clears throat> as an educator, is like when you are, you know, you can see in the videos that you're teaching while you're doing it. And you're not just teaching and you're not just standing there, but you believe it. And you are, you are all in. You are all, I mean, like, literally all in. The song is all in, but you are all in, and you are believing what you're doing. I'm wondering if you, when you're teaching the song to kids, if that is something that you're consciously doing, or if the passion just comes through, and, and, and it seems like the kids really gravitate to that, and if you see that as part of the whole equation. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, as a parent or as a teacher or whatever, what is a greater gift that you can give to kids than uh, helping them to enjoy their lives and figure out how to enjoy their lives and what is the, you know, there's no better way to do it than being a role model for it, right? Uh, So, you know, for me, um, yeah, it's really, you know, important to me. If I didn't like teaching, I wouldn't teach, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I guess I would still have to make money somehow. But I do think that it's uh, important to really try to find something um, that you can do that you can love, you know, that you love what you do. Um, And, you know, teaching like anything worth doing in life, it doesn't mean that you have to love it every day. But there has to be uh, something in it that's really important to you and that you feel really passionate about. 
And, um, you know, I could say, you know, with, I mean, this song is an example, but, you know, whenever, uh, you know, there are moments when with students and teachers in the classroom, when, you know, you're reading a great book or, you know, kids really learn, you know, a kid writes a great poem or, you know, those are really excited, exciting moments. And I think it's, um, I think it's really important to keep excitement and joy in the classroom. You know, if you think about what you would want, you know, as I said, what you'd want for your own kids, you know, you'd want them to look back on their uh, childhood, which is actually largely spent in school, and be like, you know, I had some really joyful, inspiring moments. And, yeah, so... Yes, I get, the answer to your question is yes. I'm having a good time too. Yeah, yeah I mean, like the the golden rule for for people in our field is that enthusiasm breeds enthusiasm, and you right. are you are living that, and and it's very clear. So you. Um, I would say that the video is also edited, so you know. Right. I mean, look, look, no doubt, no doubt, but still, it's a, it's a. You know, yeah, I, we we put the best moments on film. Of but course, yeah, of no. course, and they're not. And as any teacher will say, they're not all good moments. But to capture the good moments is really special. Um, Thank you. So you went class to class, taught each class, taught them the words, filmed it, right. put it together. But there's other there. So outside of like the standalone video. Yeah, um, I would love to hear. Th- there's other ways for people to be involved. So let's open the open this conversation Great. to like what's next for All In and how people can be a part of it and and those kinds of things. Right. Well, first uh, there's a Facebook page uh, that's you can look up All In to stop bullying. Uh, we have created a really interesting and unique partnership, um, and the partners in the project are. Uh, one is um, an organization called The Bully Project that does a lot of education and that has a documentary that has been used in classrooms, mostly for kids that are older than the kids uh, I'm teaching, but is a really excellent tool to get kids to start talking about what bullying is and how to prevent it. So we've partnered uh, with um, The Bully Project, you know, basically to have the song, you know, help feed into the excellent work that they're doing in schools. And the kind of other parts of the project which are really unique and cool are there's an app called Mixcord. And it's one of those apps that, you know, sometimes the, the, the actual app is called, it's made by a corporation called Mixcord, and the uh, app itself is called Acapella. And it's one of those apps where maybe if you haven't heard of it, you've actually probably definitely seen a YouTube video that has it. It's like, eight or so different boxes and it gives people a chance to either sing with themselves or play music with themselves and accompany themselves on a video. Um, But the exciting part is you can collaborate with other people around the entire country. So um, the acapella app made us their song of for the kind of their featured song for National Bullying Prevention Month. And we've had people from literally all over the country um, getting on the app and downloading their own versions of the song and uh which is really great because you know some of the people in there have these beautiful beautiful voices and are singing these beautiful beautiful harmonies that i could never myself sing so it's really exciting to see um how that's kind of taken on a life of its own and we've also had schools from toronto to seattle to boston to uh ithaca and uh long island uh, contact us about singing the songs in their own schools. So um, the song is it, it, the 
acapella app is, is kind of a virtual sing-along, and then schools around the country starting to um, contact us. You know, we're going to get videos of people from all over the country singing it. And um, so, yeah, that, that, those are some, we really hope that if you hear the song and you see the video and you can relate to the message and you think that it's a message that young people should be singing about and learning about, um, we really, really encourage you to join in. We'd like as many people as possible just to learn the song, to sing the song, and also to use that as a spark for taking action to stop bullying. Nice. So there's the Facebook page. Is there a website as well, or are you primarily... No, we basically do it through Facebook. Okay. So yeah, Facebook that... is the place to go. So the place to be. So we should look at Facebook, find you, like you. This is amazing, and like you really are like, this is a good thing. you got a good thing going. So ride it, ride it out. Wait, and tell me, so your podcast is called Good Things for Kids. Good stuff, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. All yeah. right, okay, yeah. all right. Because our that's that's you know you see it on my sweatshirt. That is the motto in our household: is only good things. So only thank you for nice. thank you for putting only good things to you, and thank you for putting good stuff out into the world. Yeah, well, thanks. I'm glad to I'm glad to connect. Thanks for your time. Much appreciated. All right, you too, man. All, all right. right, later. Good stuff. All right, it's with uh, great, great pleasure and happiness that I welcome Ron Albanese to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you, Ron? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Totally. It is, uh, it is a pleasure. You um, were among the first to ever reach out to, uh, to see about coming on the show, and for that, I'm extremely appreciative, and I'm so glad that we found the time to talk. Awesome. I'm always happy to spread the word as I uh, spread my word. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's a, it's a double spread. It's a double, yes. double barrel spread. Um, so you are, tell, tell us a little geographically where you are and, and what you're up to. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm a family entertainer, a uh, family entertainment personality, and I'm based in northern New Jersey. Uh, it's pretty much where I grew up. And I've lived all over New Jersey, but uh, Polkaville, as it were, is uh, located here in lovely Essex County, northern New Jersey. I'm about 20 minutes, 20 miles west of the Lincoln Tunnel going into New York City. So I'm pretty uh, centrally located here to visit everybody in multiple directions. Yeah, so you said Polkaville. You have, uh, you, you have an, an AKA. Is that is that true? <laughs> Tell me about your AKA. Absolutely. Um I'm known uh, alternately as Ron Albanese, uh, Ron Albanese Polka Dot, uh, Polka Dot Ron, it goes on and on. <laughs> what had happened was uh, years ago, uh, you know, you need your performing name, right? Dang. And it's like when you get together with your buddies and you want to form a bad name. You know, what are we going to be called? We're going to be called, you know, whatever. Uh, and um, I had a Polka Dotted hat on and a kid at a party asked me, well, who are you? What's your name? And I said polka dot. And in thinking about it, I kind of liked it. It's an easy name for, for especially younger children to remember. Uh, and, you know, it, it kind of feeds into my uh, idea of doing things a little larger than life, a little extra colorful than, than everyday life. Um, so, you know, just, just uh, today I was going down a road in uh, the next town over. And I hear honk, honk. And I hear, uh, I, I hear, hey, polka dot. And I see a fist go out of a window, you know, and it, and it was a couple teenagers. You know? So everybody knows me as, as Polka Dot or, or Ron Albanese, but uh, I think the Polka Dot thing really serves to, again, make it a little larger than life. Yeah, So, but in addition to having the, the Polka Dot name, you also have, a, have an aesthetic. Uh, you know, you have a look that you've created for yourself, and um, 
So I watched a couple of your videos and ex- explain to me what what you're going for because I could put it into words, but I would love to hear it from you. <laughs> oh man, couldn't you do it for me? No, uh, you know, you know what? I I think uh, the polka dot thing. I just start with one idea, and the idea is to again, uh, you know color outside the lines, be a little more colorful, uh, create a great escape, and as well as music and comedy, that definitely um, reaches into, you know, my fashion, as it were, and um, I pretty much dress uh, the way my music sounds, you know, Um, and I kind of stole that from Dave Lee Roth, but that's okay. (laughs) Dave, if you're watching, thank you for the line. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, seriously, I, I think, uh, I, I just have one, uh, aesthetic in mind and that's just to be colorful and wherever I go with that is cool with me. So sometimes I dress up a little more with rhinestones and go for this seventies, uh, bubblegum kiss style rocker thing. Other times I'm more eighties. Other times I'm a little bit, uh, more of the surf vibe, which you see here. And most of the time, I never get it right, and it's all jumbled together. <laughs> so the the surf vibe. Um, so we'll go sort of piece by piece there. Seventies, eighties, and and surf vibe. So surf vibe. You have um, the uh, the robot, the surfing. What is it? The robot from Honolulu, right? Correct. So I yes, watched that yes. video. That's pretty creative and pretty clever. It sounds like it seems to me that um, a lot of your a lot of your work go is very um, transmittable to video. Right, so I, I I watched that video and I watched your jumping jack attack, and yeah. it looks like you're having more fun than any person should be allowed to have. <laughs> so is that is that true? Am I right on that? You know, it's uh, it, it, what are the kids all saying now? That's my happy place. You oh. know, <laughs> when when I get to entertain, that's my world. Um, and and the whole polka dot world is filled with uh, the robot from Honolulu, and we're having a jumping jack attack, and we have to dress to impress. Uh, these are all things that this polka dot character can do and go to. Uh, you know, uh, Ron Albanese is really not going to meet a surfing robot in Honolulu, but but polka dot will, and I think that's where you have uh, the polka dot character grounded in reality starts there. And, and goes into this fantasy thing, and it still has a believability uh, mm-hmm. because of that, of, of the roots of it. Mm-hmm. You mentioned comedy um, as part of the show. Are you, a, are you a trained comedian, or is this just something that you love to do? You know what? I'm, I'm informally trained, uh, but I've learned from the greats. Uh, guys like Jackie Gleason. Uh, I watched The Honeymooners religiously as a kid and, and still watch it a lot with my kids. Uh, and uh, John Ritter, of course, Jack Tripper, Three's Company. Uh, real farcical type humor, Pratt Falls, uh, little turns of phrase, malaprops, uh, any of that stuff, uh, that really uh, simple, uh, effective humor that you don't need to sit down with a manual to figure out, you know. Just, again, great escape type stuff. Right, right. So when people go to a polka dot around Albany's show, what, what can they expect? They can expect definitely a great escape. They can expect pageantry, 
whether I'm wearing a surf outfit uh, or, again, my rhinestones, you're going to have something a little larger than life. Uh, there is definitely something happening. I didn't roll out of bed to play. I put on a show, and if that's in somebody's basement or backyard or if it's on a festival stage, it's the same ethos at all times. Um, so you're going to get something that you're going to want to join up with. You're going to see it happening live right in front of your eyes <laughs> and you're going to want to jump up and go for it. It's definitely of the people kind of stuff. Well, what I love that you said is it doesn't matter if it's a festival, it doesn't matter if it's a backyard thing, you're going to get the same thing. And I appreciate that you, and I, I try to do this myself, you know, you put in yeah. the effort, the same effort, no matter what, because you, you are the entertainer, you're why people are there or someone brought you in. And I think that to, uh, to have that as sort of a work ethic is really, really important. So uh, yeah. kudos to you. I, I just wanted to add to that. It's interesting. I was just talking uh, to a couple people recently about this, my wife included. And as you go in this business, um, we all start out saying, hey, man, I want to take this as far as arenas and stadiums. And, <laughs> you know, I want to play for the big crowds, you know, because you grew up loving rock and rollers that did those sort of things. And definitely what I do has that that bigger aspect to it where I can kind of project to a larger audience. But then something funny happens along the way of this thing. You realize that maybe it's not such a big business in the sense of wanting to play for 20,000 people. Um, a birthday party with 13 kids uh, sometimes is, is the most special by far. You get a chance to interact with them. You get um, something that you don't get uh, in the rock world or anywhere else. That's been probably one of the biggest lessons for myself as an entertainer is realizing that, that a room full of, uh, you know, just this morning I, I performed at a preschool and I did a couple different groups. And one group had about 30 kids and it was awesome and it, and it rocked. And the other group, they said, listen, Ron, uh, can you still do something? Some of the kids are still in nap time. So I said, uh, well, what do you got? We have about three kids. And mind you, I, when I sat down on the rug and got among these three children, again, the, the, the hookup, this uh, event we were suddenly in together um, just blows away, I, 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 I have to say, anything else I do almost. Mm -hmm. It's a connection, right? It's being able to be, it sounds like you, you have the ability to um, be on the level with like three kids but also to yeah. to get on on the stage and like wear the rhinestones and do the big kicks. Yeah. I mean, we got to talk about yeah. the big kicks, right? Um, <laughs> so, but, and that's that's a great thing. That's a really great thing. Um, so you're a teacher, um, yes, a, a technology teacher. Is that is that right? Correct. I have uh, I've taught for as long as I've been doing this, uh, seventeen years, and uh, the polka I think might predate teaching by about six months. Actually. Oh, wow. so it's like all around the yeah. same time. Uh huh. Yeah, well, I started entertaining in March of 99. And uh, you can tell I'm not a math teacher here. <laughs> but uh, I started teaching in the fall of 99, uh, to be exact. And for a bulk of those years, yes, I've been a technology instructor. Mm -hmm. Do you, are there aspects of the polka dot persona that you use in the classroom that are effective? Yeah, I, I would say um, while I don't go out of my way to cross the streams, to use a term from Ghostbusters, uh -huh. uh, things invariably um, you know seep through. There is a cross pollination, um, and and the reason for that is that I'm the 
I'm the person, you know? Right. And I think the polka dot thing, again, is grounded in me just being me, but it's amped up. Right. And amplified. It's turned up. Uh, you know, for the stage, for yep. the entertainment factor. Yep. So I think the skills I've honed uh, on either side as a communicator um, really do serve in either forum. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, so the the Jumpin' Jack Attack is your latest video. Um, yeah. What what else is uh, what else is in the pipeline for you? You know, I think uh, tonight I might I might be escaping over to the studio uh, and do a quick mix on another song I have uh, done, and it's called. You know, I'm not a very um, lesson oriented uh, children's entertainer. You're not gonna have your uh, daughter or son learn how to tie their shoes from polka dot right. or anything like that. The only thing I'm gonna teach them is to make sure you make time to have fun. That's the only mission I have. Uh, but this song, nonetheless, is called You Gotta Learn to Take Turns. And uh, this actually was a title from my daughter in preschool. And uh, it's been a staple in the polka dot set for years. And she actually sings it. And I'm looking to do a quick mix on that. But just backing up, uh, I have a live version of Jumpin' Jack Attack. And the live version, quote-unquote, well, it's a little studio-enhanced uh, in the finest tradition. <laughs> a little studio magic. In the magic. finest tradition yeah, of yeah. all my heroes, right, right, right. this album, uh, you know, this song is a little doctored up. And it may or may not have audience noise from Kiss Alive 2 on it. <laughs> it, it yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and I'm going to be putting that out. I'm going to stick that up on Spotify because that's a riot. That's on the B-side of the vinyl single I've issued. Uh-huh. And people that hear that... They really get the dichotomy of the polka dot thing right away. Uh-huh. I can entertain toddlers, uh, or I can go to teens and tweens and beyond. Yeah. Uh, so I really like having these two versions of the same song out there to prove that. Cool. Well, when that's up, uh, when you put that up, let me know, and we'll uh, we'll certainly link it on all of the ways Absolutely. that we can link things. Um, yeah. So speaking of the Jumpin' Jack attack, and speaking of going into the studio, and speaking of your daughter... Your daughter's a big sort of turning into a big part of this. It seems like she's uh, she sings on a few songs and and well, well, let's put it this way: she's twelve and a half now. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So Sophie has been on stage with me since age two. Okay. She, she literally has. She's... I mean, she was before she was on stage. Um, the first live concert show I ever did with a band, she was in the stroller, and my wife said, "You got to come over here and see this." And she was actually rocking in the stroller. <laughs> nice. Sophie is a very musically, uh, rhythmically oriented person. She's a gymnast, and she's you know, uh, you know, very athletic and all this movement stuff. Uh, but again, she's she's twelve and a half. So, what I'm saying to you is, I don't um, stage mother her and and say you have to do something. Right. Uh, when when she feels like it, uh, singing on a song uh, or coming along to a gig. About two weeks ago, she came with me to a solo show. And she sang Jumpin' Jack Attack with me. So, yes, she's definitely a part of uh, the whole Polkaville thing, but it's um, not something like where we're a duo or anything like that. Right, right, got it. Um, Well, that's cool. So uh, how can people find out more about about you, about Polka Dot, about Polkaville? What's what's the best way to to reach you? Well, you know, there's this amazing podcast out there. (laughs) uh... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's true. Uh Yeah, if you just Google Ron Albany polka dot uh you'll get to my main website 
And I did make a standalone site for the song Jumpin' Jack Attack, oh, cool. which is jumpingjackattack.com. Okay. And on there you'll find all kinds of info about me and Jumpin' Jacks in general. You know, it's funny. I chose, I wanted to write a song about some kind of exercise. You know, I usually tie in movement a lot mm-hmm. with the tunes. And Jumpin' Jacks are so visual. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't mistake them for anything else. You know, What's that guy doing? Is he doing jumping jacks or is he, you know, right. it's jumping jacks, you know? And uh, so that's ha- how it came about. And um, it's it's really cool. I've been seeing this summer uh, at all of my shows how kids are just digging it and, and just going for it. It's, it's really uh, actually turning out to be a lot cooler than even I expected. That's great. That's great. I mean, it's definitely... Um... The, the physical part of it and, and having the movement to go with the song is a huge thing, right? As a as someone who does preschool music, you you know that, right? Like that and that yeah. but that extends beyond ages and jumping jack's something that most people can do and it's it's not I mean, look, yeah, I will do a jumping jack. Not right now, but at some point I will do a jumping <laughs> Come on, jack. <laughs> right. Sitting in the car. I don't know if now's the time. Um so uh best of luck. Enjoy the studio. Um, it's been really great talking to you and getting to know you a little bit. And um, thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much. And, and best of luck with everything you do as well. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Take care, buddy. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much to Aram and to Ron for shining a little light on what can be a semi-gloomy day for some of us here in the Good Stuff Nation. Thanks for listening. Of course, leave a review or a rating on iTunes for the Good Stuff Kids podcast and for everything and anything that you need to know, www.goodstuffpod.com is your spot for all that is glorious and good stuff. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Stuff.